Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Last week, Vice Admiral, uh, Vice Admiral uh, Angus Topshi recorded a YouTube video that said, um, quote, the Navy faces some very serious challenges right now. That could mean we fail to meet our force posture readiness commitments in 2024 and beyond. You've heard this before from other top brass, right? For example, also last week, Chief of Defense Staff Wayne Iyer said, uh, military resources strained amid increased calls for assistance in natural disasters and recruiting challenges as well. Not a big surprise, I wouldn't think. Like I say, we've heard this before. We've talked a lot about um, the Canadian military's pressing issues and, and, you know, calls from senior leaders within the military saying, listen, we're, we're strapped. We're, we're maxed out here. Um, and we've also talked a lot about the current government's promises to try and solve some of those pressing issues. And so in response to these public statements that came out from top brass, uh, the defense minister, Bill Blair, says he's committed to pushing for increased investment in the armed forces, but he also coaches and says we've got to be realistic. So what does that mean? Are we going to see anything get better for our troops, or are we sort of stuck in a pattern here that we know has not been working out well? We're going to speak now uh, with Dr. Rob Hubert, who is an associate professor specializing in defense policy at the University of Calgary. Dr. Hubert, thanks for joining us again. Always nice to chat. I appreciate it. It's always my pleasure. So in listening to what Blair had to say here, it sounded like a lot of words that, that don't really mean a lot. He says he's pushing, there is a plan, he has a plan, he's working a plan, but he also then went on to say, but there is a fiscal situation in Canada that he needs to be realistic about. So it sounds to me like nothing might happen here. What's your take in terms of the back and forth we've heard recently? Well, the norm would be nothing's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, 2017, we get the defense paper. There is a, the government is, is, is making all sorts of claims. It's fully costed, makes a difference so much better than the way anyone has ever done it before than before. And here we are in 20, almost 2024 and our defense and our military are in dire straits. Um, you made a mention of uh, Admiral Topshi's um, uh, YouTube um, uh, in which he makes it very clear how desperate things are within the Navy. We know we've got about, according to a very recent report, we've got about 27 pilots that can fly what fighters are still capable of flying. Um, we hear a lot of promises. We hear all sorts of indications that just watch us and we're going to do all sorts of wondrous things. And then, of course, usually within a month or so, there'll be some much more quieter announcement. Oh, yes, we're cutting another billion, but don't worry, it's only going to be with contractors. So it's really not going to affect anything. So uh, it's, 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 it's unbelievable, given how dangerous the international um, is, uh, society has become, 
that we have a government that just simply thinks that we don't have to do anything for defense. You know, you, you mentioned that billion-dollar cut, and, you know, I'm sure our listeners will remember with the federal government, that was the plan. They asked all portfolios, all ministries, to come up with savings, and the amount of savings they wanted to defense is a billion dollars. Blair comes out and says, yeah, but actually we had $2 billion that we couldn't spend in our last budget cycle because the procurement system is so wonky. I mean, can he literally come out and say, yeah, we'll cut a billion from the budget and actually end up spending more? I mean, that seems like some pretty tricky math to me. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's not math. Um, you know, math actually works. Uh, this isn't. And, and and we hear this over and over again. Oh, well, the system's problematic. Yeah, we're giving yeah. them all this money and they can't spend it. And, and you just sit there with, you know, you go, well, fix the damn thing. That is why you wanted to be a politician. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that's a real killer, too, is, of course, is back in uh, June of uh, 2022, we had then-Minister Arendt making similar promises. It was about NORAD modernization. Everything was going to be different. And there are reports that she actually, for for the first amongst all the, the ministers that have been in the government, a lot of people that I was talking to were saying, yeah, she's actually making things yeah. move. Things yep. are starting to change. And it's, it's, it's not a point to lose that all of a sudden there was a shuffle. And not only was she moved out of that where she seemed to have been making a difference, but she was then put in a portfolio where she had to reverse everything that she did. She's the one that's in charge of directing the cuts. And so it goes beyond incompetence, um, if that's true. And this has been reported by, by, by some, some elements of the media that that was exactly what happened to her. And if that's true, you know, we have a government that perhaps is incompetent when it comes to military issues, but you have a government that is deliberately trying to make sure that it doesn't do anything in any real meaningful fashion. Which is sort of par for the course. That's what you would expect based on past performance. Do you anticipate anything changing here? Like, I mean, they talk a lot about it and they talk about NATO commitments. I mean, there was a report coming out that we're at about 10% of our ammunition levels that is part of our NATO commitment. So, I mean, in order to even get up to where we're supposed to be, doctor, would be a massive investment, let alone keeping up. Just getting up to where we're supposed to be would probably take billions of dollars in many years. Well, it, 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 it does. And, I mean, it's because there's been such a willful act not to do it. I mean, if we had the political will to do so, of course, you, we have to remind ourselves. We see, you know, in, 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 and we'll never, ever want to copy them, of course, but the Russians have roughly the same GDP as us. And you look at the their decisions, and, I mean, they're, you know, the, the horrific action in Ukraine and, and, and Syria and other locations – but just in terms of being able to have a political will, um, you know, we, we would have the capability, we have the GDP to have uh, have a meaningful defense. Um, and so it, it, it just really comes down to political will. I suspect what may drive this government may be the pressures that will be coming from particularly the United States, but all of our allies. And, I mean, there are some suggestions that the manner in which we were able to move so quickly on the uh, long-range uh, uh, um, uh, surveillance aircraft, the P-8, was, in fact, from American pressure. And so... That may be the one thing that this government responds to, not for the protection of Canadians, but whether or not the Americans start getting pissed off at us. But aren't they already? I mean, this is this is new, right? 
Yeah, well, it's nothing new. It's a, it's a question <laughs> of when they go from being polite to us, when, yeah. they, when, when they basically, you know, we know that we're not being included in any of their serious yep. discussions. Totally. We see this in, in terms of the discussions of the Brits and the Australians and the Americans. So uh, we know that we're not taken serious in those contexts. But I think when the Americans start saying, you are the weak link, and if you don't start pulling your weight, at least for North American continental defense, we will act without chatting with you. And so that's where you start talking about serious loss of sovereignty, serious problems um, that go way beyond anything in terms of just the government being spiteful towards the military. All right. Well, we'll see where it goes. But it sounds like both of us sitting here not holding our breath, which uh, I, I kind of expected. But Dr. Hubert, always nice to chat. Thanks so much for being Great. here.